0: Welcome to In The Moment Live. I am Janine Rotter. I've spent the past decade educating clients through my one-on-one personal coaching programs and online nutrition courses. My work has been published in health and fitness articles, Oxygen Magazine, and many Arizona-based media outlets. Today, I am empowering women to live their best lives in the moment. Each week, you will find me here with an exciting new guest or solo, where no topic is off limits, bringing unique life experiences to the table live and in the moment. Meet with me every week for in-depth hot topic sessions where no topic is too taboo. In the moment live, we talk about health and wellness, sexuality, intimacy, and spirituality, and how they all connect together for the most powerful and meaningful life. I encourage you to join us during our live sessions and to submit your topic ideas for a chance at it being the main topic in the moment, plus the opportunity for you to be coached by me live one on one. This is In the Moment. Hello, welcome to In the Moment. Today we are talking about setting boundaries. And how boundaries are literally what I like to call managing our energy to avoid burnout, right? So there's a nice quote that I've, you guys might've seen that says, boundaries are part of self-care. They're healthy, normal, and necessary, right? So if we don't set boundaries, we are going to get sick. We're going to get burned out. We're going to take it out on our loved ones. um, You know, we're going to get sick you know, ulcers and stuff, it just sits inside, it festers, doesn't feel good, right? So setting boundaries is so important. And today, what we're going to discuss is how you can establish your safe zone by doing small steps and tools that if you work on daily, that you'll create a safe space for you and for your well-being, right? So this kind of act to yourself or promote self-respect and self-love because that's the most important part. If you don't love yourself, no one else will. So if you're watching this live or on the replay, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Um, But chances are you picked this topic for a reason that you need to set boundaries. And we all have to, right? It's something that we work on daily. It's um, some changes, right? Setting boundaries. Sometimes those boundaries are released. Sometimes they're implemented. So Um, If you're here today to set some boundaries, yay, welcome. Okay. So the first thing I want to start with is the last couple of years have been very interesting, right? We have seen a lot of stuff. COVID brought us a lot of information um, and it was a great teacher, right? So what it really did is it worked on the muscle of creating boundaries. You know, we stopped shaking hands. We um, we stopped hugging. We stood in line at the grocery store behind that six-foot marker, right? Sometimes that six-foot line went to 10. But we, we set those boundaries, and people abided by them. And some people got really good at, at exercising that muscle, right? They went all out, right? Don't come over for Thanksgiving unless you're vaccinated. Hey, we're having a party, but you have to test. Before you can get in, right? Some of us got really good at setting boundaries. So the question is, is why then can we do that for COVID, but we can't do it in our personal life, right? And what I want to say is with COVID, people were terrified to die and they set those boundaries because of fear for rightfully so. But... When we don't set boundaries for family members, for people we love, right, that are hurting us, why why could we do it for COVID when we were afraid of death, but we can't do it, right? That's it's it, it's eating us up, right? It makes us sick, it makes us nauseous, but we're not willing to set a boundary for that, for our emotional state of mind. But we're we would set a boundary for COVID, so interesting, right? We we know that that muscle works. We've used it for the past couple of years. So you know how to set boundaries and you're good at it. So what I'm here to say though, is it's easier to set it with strangers, right? It was easier at the grocery store to tell, you know, Hey, stand back or give them that look or do whatever. You know, I got yelled at in California. We were walking the, the pier and no one was on the pier but this gentleman walked by me and screamed at me because i wasn't wearing a mask and he was really good at exercising his muscle he had set a boundary and i was breaking that boundary and he sure let me know so he's a good teacher of how to set boundaries right so what we're here tonight though is to really talk about it's easier to set them with strangers you know someone says something to us in public It's easier to come back at them because, you know, we don't know who they are. But what we're here tonight is to really set those boundaries with friends and family, right? Um, And if you're here, it's probably not going great for you. For most of us, I like to use the word difficult. It's very difficult. It's the hardest part about setting boundaries is, you know, that we're always afraid to hurt someone's feelings. And, but why? You know, why is it that they can hurt us? They can say things to us that are hurt us, cut us to the bone, but we're afraid to stand up for ourselves, right? How does that even, you know, come into play that we're afraid to hurt their feelings because it might offend them, right? If something we say to them might offend them. So, um, during our session last week, I had a comment Um, It came in and it was a young girl that said her mom always makes her feel insecure about not wearing makeup. Interesting, right? Some moms tell their daughters, you're wearing too much makeup. We always have an opinion, which is wrong. But um, this mom in particular was very hurtful and said that she thought her daughter looked better with makeup on and why don't you go put some more makeup on? You'll look good. Um, but anyway, it's, um, interesting that when people usually the closest to us say things that are painful, that we don't express that pain or hurt to them, right? We just let them say it. We walk away, we swallow it and we do nothing about it. And it's allowing those words to take up residency right here, right, right in our heart and, our bodies and our minds and that space shows up as, um, stomach pain, heartache, maybe chest constrictions, right? Maybe you start getting sweaty. Um, That's everything saying that, you know, your soul is crying out, that those words are hurtful and that you don't like it. Um, You know, a lot of times, Most commonly, the words that I've heard are um, in in our circle is, my God, you've gained weight, right? Like, that's acceptable to say to someone, or um, I had someone come up to me several years back and say, oh my God, you're so skinny, do you have cancer? And it was like, what the the hell, Is, is that okay in your mindset to say, oh my God, you're so skinny, do you have cancer? maybe it came from a good place, but it was so hurtful and so, you know, I I wouldn't say traumatizing, but it really set me back. And man, I'll tell you what, a wall went up to that person and a boundary was set immediately. I had no interest in being around her. You hurt me, right? So um, another one is we've heard in the family is when are you going to get a real job? And that was an interesting comment. And um, that was hurtful, right? This person thought they had a really good job. Um, They were doing very well. And someone in the family said, when are you going to get a real job and go make real money? So interesting, right? We all think it's okay to place judgment on other people. And who are we to judge what people are doing? Who are we to say your job isn't real? Who are we to say that you're not making enough money, right? Um, So what I'm here tonight to tell you is I want to help you know how to recognize when it's happening and how you can handle these situations and nip them right away, right? Because they happen fast and sometimes we're caught off guard and we're like, what the hell just happened, right? She invaded my space, he or she invaded my space. And like I said, we walk away. So I want to have that nipped so it doesn't linger and it doesn't hit us in the heart and in the mind and the body. And it doesn't show back in the form of self-sabotage or an ulcer or a mental breakdown, right? Depression, right? So the number one thing to know about boundaries is that they are giving your power away too freely. When you allow someone to say something mean, hurtful to you, you are giving that person your power. And it's so important that you take that power back, right? and it's it's daily work, you know, um we we couldn't explore how it looks like because for everyone, it's different, right. Some people you go, "I can't believe that she said that to you." and they're like, really? that didn't offend me, right? So what offends me may not offend someone else. So that's important, but i I want you to know that it's daily work, right Um when we envision your power as an extension of you that you can always call back to yourself, right? You can always take control back and it's time to bring out that superpower and create your very own magic personal circle. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight is we're talking about a shield, some say, you know, fighter shield or the magic circle. That's what we're going to learn how to create. And the circle is your superpower. It's your shield. It's your courage. And if you're able to do so, um, I, I, you know, a couple of people are on live right now. So if, if you can, if you want to, sorry, I have this hair, if you want to stand up, cause I really want you to feel this energy. Okay. So you're going to stand up and you're going to take a di- big, deep breath in through your nose and a long audible breath out through your mouth. You're just, right. So we're releasing that energy, Right. Feel that energy leaving our body. So one more time, we're going to repeat that. Nice, deep breath. Nice, audible sound out. The more audible, the better. We're going to get into some lion's breath. It's not attractive, but it's amazing. Okay, that's going to be in a little bit. But taking that deep, full breath in through the nose and out through the mouth releases that heat and that tension that we build up in our stomach. Okay? So... One more time, big, big, deep breath in, nice, big. This time I want you to close your eyes and I want yourself to be fully present for this next journey. I'm going to guide you, a guided meditation in how to build this magic personal circle. So I want you to close your eyes if you're seated, standing, Now, I want you to envision yourself standing with a protective shield, right? A big light has circled all around you. That light has grown from within you, and it is extending all the way around you. Your circle can be as big as you want it. It can be small and tight, keeping you close, comfortable, kind of wrapped up in that light. And I want to say, can you see them, right? Can you see the light? right? So it's growing all around you, surrounding you completely. There's an opening at the top and the bottom, a small opening. Can you see them? Tiny little openings within your ray of light, your circle of light. What these openings represent is the connection to people, to your community, and to outside energy. So I want you to think of them as gates, you can shut the gate, you can lock the gate, or you can open that gate whenever you need to. Okay? This is your very own magic personal circle. What do you see? What color is your circle? This is what's so amazing about our minds is if we let our mind wander, we can see any color that represents safety to us. Maybe your circle is gold. Maybe your circle is red. Maybe your circle is just a bright white light shining all around you, right? How bright is your circle? Maybe it's brighter than you've ever seen. Maybe it's so bright you're having a hard time looking at it. Maybe it's just starting to illuminate, right? Now I want you to imagine what courage looks like to you. Is that a superhero? Is that a person that you know? Maybe it's an animal. Right? That is you. In your magic circle, that superhero is you. You are that vision. When you are in your magic circle, you become that vision of strength and courage. If you're just starting to do meditative work, you might find it difficult to become that vision, but I want you to see the vision, right? Can you see that vision? Can you see your courage in the form of a superhero, an animal, right? Visualize that. Allow that trusted symbol to come into your circle with you, right? That gate for your for your superhero, for that symbol is big. Open that gate, let them in, and allow that to protect you. Because this is your safe place. You're surrounded by courage. You're surrounded by your superhero. This is where you shield yourself. This is where you set your intentions. And this is where you make a list of all the things that you will not say or do when you are in your magic circle. This is where your boundaries are going to be set. This is your safe place. No words can penetrate through, right? This is where you're going to find the strength to stand up for yourself. Okay. I want you to feel that protection all around you. That light is so warm, radiating that heat and that comfort just penetrating you, right? You just birthed that circle. That circle of light came from you and you created this shield around you. And now let that light warm you. Let that light protect you. Let that symbol that you just let in protect you. Now let's finish this guided practice now. Take a full breath in through your nose. And this time we're going to release a long, audible lion's breath, ha, This is a very primal breath. When you first do it, it's odd if you've never done it. It's not attractive. It's very hard for me to do it live, but we're going there. So I want you to take a deep, full breath in through your nose, stick that tongue out, right? Feel that energy, feel that fire, feel that courage coming from within. One more time, we're going to do it. We're going to stick the tongue out even farther, and we're going to make an even bigger roar. So let's go for it. Nice, full breath through your nose. Okay. Gently open your eyes. How do you feel? I'd love to hear from you in the comments. Did that work? Did you feel that courage surrounding you? Did you feel that warmth? Did you feel that love? Okay. When we're new to breath work, like I said, the lion's breath can be very awkward. It's by far the most rewarding though. The lion's breath is about letting go of what other people think of you. It's very primal. It's full of energy. And it's a great way to build your confidence and your courage when you're in your circle, right? So when you're in that circle and you're, you know, right, you're just breathing that lion's breath and just extension of you, all that courage is coming out. So now you've learned how to build the magic circle. Now we're going to talk about shielding yourself and setting your intentions and what those list of things that you can say no to or do when you're in your magic circle. So let's talk about what healthy boundaries are, right? Saying yes to things that genuinely appeal to you, right? Yes, I wanna do that. Yes, I, right, I was, um, that sounds amazing, right? I wanna go for that. Another one is saying no when that doesn't feel right, right? Maybe you got invited to a dinner party and you're like, I really don't wanna go, I don't feel good, right, okay? That's a a healthy boundary is saying no, not seeking validation from others, not caring what other people think if you don't have makeup on, not caring what people think if what you wear, not caring what people think what you do, right? Release that, right? Stop allowing other people's judgment of you to consume you. Being focused on your own growth and development, right? That is a healthy boundary. Trusting your gut decisions. We talked about that last week in trusting your fucking gut. Go and listen to that, right? You've got to trust your gut instinct. They're always right. Self-respect is another healthy boundary. Respecting others is a healthy boundary, right? Why? We're not, if we're here tonight to learn how to tell people not how to treat us, then you have got to practice the same thing, okay? So valuing different opinions, right? Right. Learning how to listen to other people and not arguing with them and knowing that it's okay for people to have a different opinion. Not tolerating unacceptable actions or words, right? Those are the most important. We talked about those earlier. That's what we are. That's the driver. People say things, but they can also do things, right? So um, being compassionate to yourself, being compassionate to others, clearly communicating your needs and wants. Again, these are all healthy boundaries. Um, noticing and acting when someone crosses your boundary, right? Like I said, we used that muscle during COVID. We got really good at it. People got damn good at it, right? We noticed when someone crossed that line at the grocery store, we noticed when people walked up to us and they weren't wearing a mask, right? So we noticed when someone crosses that boundary. So that's something that you need to be aware of. Observing others' boundaries, right? Noticing when, okay, something's not right. Maybe they've set a boundary against me and you need to respect that. Those are all healthy boundaries. Now let's tap into what are unhealthy boundaries, right? Saying yes when you want to say no, right? We talked about that. Trusting or distrusting without reason, okay? Giving away too much to people and just allowing them, right? You just met someone and you're letting them. Do all kinds of stuff, right? Defining yourself by how you want others to see and treat you. Being overly involved in others' lives. As parents, we have a hard time on that, right? We try to get super involved in our kids' lives. Stay out, right? They're 18. They're gone. Stay out of their life. You did your job. You've raised them, right? Not listening to your own inner voice. Again, that's going back to the intuition. Go watch that video. Um, Creating drama for attention, right? Right? god how old are you right let's stop doing that um disrespecting others right that's another thing where it's stop disrespecting others um boundaries stop disrespecting others words tolerating others behaviors that you find unacceptable to avoid rejection or confrontation okay losing yourself in a relationship this is really hard you stop letting people take advantage of you if they're your husband your spouse your partner Stop letting them take advantage of you. Use your, use your big girl words. Okay. Use that circle. We're going to learn how to do that. So getting up and some, caught up in someone's charm. There's a lot of people out there that are really good at charming you and sucking you into their web. How to notice charm, how to notice when they're full of shit, right? Ignoring others' opinions, being involved in hurtful talk or actions that involve yourself or others. We talked about that last week in trusting your gut. Or no, I thought maybe that was on inner confidences. Stop gossiping. It's not attractive when you're gossiping, right? It's not attractive when you're talking about people. So that's a that's a boundary that needs to be crossed. Or that, yeah, you can't cross that line. When you find yourself doing it with your friends, ah, right there. I don't, I'm not going to talk bad about people. So, and then another one is the abuse and addiction of all kinds, right? Setting boundaries with alcohol, drugs, um, sugar, all of that stuff that we talked about in Trusting Your Gut. Um, but everybody's boundaries look different, right? Like I said, some people are like, oh, I'm okay. That didn't bother me. And we're like, wow, I can't believe he said that. Like, that didn't bother you, right? But everybody's are different, right? So don't judge them for that. And everybody's change. That's what's so beautiful about it, is our boundaries, what we set today could be okay next next week. Well, maybe, you know, so it's kind of like, just roll with it. Just always go with your intuition. Does this hurt me now? Right. Set that boundary. You can always open that gate up at any time. So knowing your limits, right? We have to know when someone has crossed that line with you, what was it that caused them to penetrate you? Okay. So make a list of absolute lines that others can't cross. Those are the, that's the list that you need to set up. This means family and friends. Okay. Like I said, it's easy to do it with strangers, super hard to do it with your family and friends. And if a stranger can't say it to you, don't let your family and friends say it to you. Right. You're going to let a a family or a stranger walk up and say, right. I, uh, I don't know. It just, it just seems like we, sometimes we do let strangers say something like, I can't believe he just said that. And right. We walk away. But, um, when it's family and friends, it's, it's harder because we're going to see them again. Right. And that word, every time you see them, you're going to remember that. But I want to double back up on, um, the boundaries is another one of mine. That's really important is not showing up a hundred percent of the time. That's a, that's a boundary that if someone calls and says, Hey, do you want to go out tonight? Right. That party I just said, do you guys want to come out? We're going out. I don't really feel like it, but yeah, I guess I will don't go. You're not giving them 100%. You're tired. You're you you you're irritable. You've got a headache. Why are you going to go if you can't give them 100% of your time, right? It's kind of like answering your cell phone. If someone calls you and you're in the middle of a meeting, hey, I can't talk right now. I'm in the middle of the meeting. Why are you doing that? Stop answering your phone. Ignore it. Call them back. Hey, I was in a meeting, right? That's a bad habit that most of us have gotten into is we answer the phone really quick and we say, I can't call you. I'll call you right back. Just stop answering the phone, right? If you don't feel good, don't show up to the party unless you can give them 100% of you. It's not fair to them and it's not fair to you. Okay. So that was another one I want to touch back on. So take these boundaries and the definitions and turn them into affirmations, right? So in that circle, you're going to You're going to repeat these affirmations like, so, you know, I'm not going to let other people hurt me. I'm not going to let their words hurt me. I'm not going to let their words hurt me, right? Affirmations, repeating, repeating, repeating. So, you know, you have the idea of the person that you're here tonight or on the replay for, right? You you have that idea of a boundary that you need to set. So, um, think about that, right? I want you to hold that in for a minute. Um, so like judgment right judgment is a boundary you can write a statement like i will protect myself and those who are being judged okay so that goes back to the gossiping i was talking about if you have a bunch of friends and you guys are out talking and you're talking about one person one you need to stop but two that affirmation is i will protect myself and those that are being judged so you need to say that out loud hey not gonna let you guys talk crap about her or him or whatever the situation is. They're not here to defend themselves and I'm not going to tolerate it, right? And hopefully that kind gesture will be, come back to you tenfold. Next time they're talking about you, hopefully that's going to come back. Hey, let's just not go there, right? Who cares? Who cares what she's doing? Who cares what they're doing? Okay. So this sets the boundary within that magic circle, right? And it moves the energy from being dependent on the actions of others to your own safe, courageous place, right? It's powerful, When you have that power to say, no, this is not acceptable. It doesn't feel good. Okay. So now that the work needs to be done is who is allowed in your circle and do they belong there? Okay. So this is a really tricky one because sometimes we say, you know, all of my family and friends can come in because we'll go with family right now. Blood is thicker than water. Bullshit. Right? No, calling bullshit on that. Blood is not thicker than water. Sometimes your family treats you like shit. They need to stay out of the circle. You can let that gate open maybe during Thanksgiving or Christmas or something, maybe for an hour at a time, but if they don't make you feel good, and just because they're blood, you need to shut that gate and maybe lock it until the holidays, okay? So the question is, is the people in that circle, right? Right. Do they make you feel safe? Do they make you feel loved? Okay. Is your relationship with them serving you or is it draining you? It's trusting your intuition, right? We know when people are draining us. It's that energy of conversation that just doesn't feel right. It doesn't flow. It doesn't, you know, it, it, it's it's extra effort that you have to talk to them and it just We know. You can sense it. You know exactly who I'm talking about as you're watching this video. We all have them, right? So the relationships that you have answered, yes, they drain me, those are the ones that need courage from you, okay? Those are the ones that you're going to bring in your symbol of courage and you are going to say, I need your help to to uh, protect me from this person, right? Because it is someone that's family, and it's probably someone that you've never had to set a boundary uh, up to. So courage doesn't always mean no. Like I said, you can leave that gate locked and open it at Christmas and Thanksgiving on birthdays, holidays, whatever, right? That's why we have the gates. But you have you have to you have to recognize that when, that doesn't feel good that you, you shut that gate and you lock it. Okay. Like I said, maybe you're just seeing that person once a year or on special occasions. Okay. You have to recognize it. You have to listen to it and you have to honor it. You have to listen to your intuition and honor your instincts. Okay. So I'm an introvert and my gates are locked all the time. Okay. Um, it's so easy for me to isolate myself and say, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do this. Uh, Not not one to go to events and stuff. Um, But by doing that, it not only isolates myself, but it also isolates my husband, you know, socially. So I don't have to worry about violating my boundaries because they're always on lockdown, but it's not healthy, right? So I have to be mindful of, okay, this is good practice for me, right? I just went to a women's retreat and or a women's workshop in the room with 99% extroverts. It's horrible for me. Um, I got a migraine headache. I had to go home and go to bed. I thought, Jesus, this is going to take me two days to recover from, and it did. Um, it just consumed all of my energy, but... I met some amazing women, I got some amazing advice, tonight is why we're live on Facebook, as one of the girls says, you just have to go live on Facebook, you know, I said, I feel comfortable in my little Zoom corner, you know, um, the reason was, is I wanted my women to be safe and not be seen, and Facebook, you know, everybody can see who's here, everybody can see the comments, but I said, okay, I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone and we're going to do Facebook live, so here we are. So what i'm getting at is that it's good to step outside of your comfort zone and it's good to work those muscles right but it's it feels amazing when you can set your boundaries and it's fascinating about the ongoing process you know i'm constantly manning my gates and letting people in and out and throughout my life right i've had friends come and go and They were locked out and now they're in and you know, it works for everybody. And that's what's so amazing about this circle is that you can absolutely control and man the gates whenever you want. Um, And it feels so damn good to not give a damn about what other people think or say about you. Right? So when you say, no, not tonight, you know, I'm going to have to pass, you know, I, I feel a hot bubble bath calling my name. Right. Feels so good when you can recognize that, oh my gosh, That was a gift I just gave myself. Right. And I didn't worry about what they thought. I didn't worry that I was going to hurt their feelings or they thought, Oh, look at her going in to take her bubble bath. Who cares? Right. It's such a gift for us to give ourselves when we say, no, I don't want to go. As I mentioned everyone has different boundaries okay and that's what makes us so unique and our boundaries change over time right and that is okay it's that's the that's the gift of being individual and being unique is it's okay to say yes to them today and no to them tomorrow right just we wake up every single day and we always feel so different and we're women right we get, we get to change our mind so you know go for it step outside and really think about setting those boundaries. And, um, let's go back to the young girl, you know, and her mother, right. Um, she's not on tonight. I was hoping that she would, but, um, how, you know, how would you, the creating of that healthy boundary, right. With someone that has known this woman, her mother of all people, right over 20 years, this woman has nurtured her, fed her, given her life. And to have someone that close to you say something that's so hurtful, um, I don't know exactly what she said. So I'm going to throw out some variations. Like I said, she's not here tonight to share that, but, um, you look better with makeup, right? That's blunt. Um, are you feeling okay? You look sick without your makeup that's blunt. That's hurtful. Um, honey, I really think you look beautiful when you're wearing makeup. Right? That's sweet and manipulative. Okay? So, that's the one that you need to watch for. The first two were like, "Whoa, holy shit. That that hurt, mom." Right? The third one was like, "Honey, you look really good, but I think you look better with makeup." She said it sweet, the delivery was sweet, but manipulating, right? And those are the ones that are the hardest to squash because they're going to say, well, oh my gosh, you know, I didn't mean that to hurt your feelings. Really? Are you, that's okay to say that? So the first thing I would tell this beautiful young girl is that sharp tongues are bred from insecurities and we always lash at the people we love most when we are the most insecure about ourselves. Okay. When we are five pounds heavier, when we're 10 pounds heavier, we lash at our husbands. We lash at our family because we don't feel good. Right. When, when we are bloated or we have some, right, we're lashing out because, Hey, I don't feel good. We're screaming out. I don't feel good. Get away from me. Right. So our words and our tone is sharper when we don't feel good. So, i I like to also call it crabs in a bucket. Um, a friend that's on right now. We were talking about it this week, and sometimes people are just so consumed in you and what you're doing that they can't stand it, right? So those crabs you're 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 climbing out of your bucket, you're almost at the top, you're over the bucket, and those crabs are coming up and they're clawing at you saying and doing whatever they can to get you back down with them because my God, they don't feel good and they hate their life and they're going to suck you right back into it, right? Crabs in the bucket syndrome is one of the, really another main cause of why people need boundaries that are set, right? Because people say and do things because they're jealous, they're envious, they're, they're miserable in their marriage, they're miserable in their life. And they want you to suffer right along with them, okay? So you need to be able to recognize that immediately is, okay, right? Um, Because when you can recognize it, it's like winning the lottery. It doesn't get any better than being able to witness right in front of you that you're being judged and criticized because that person doesn't feel good. And I can name a few in my circle that, Oh my God, I know exactly why they're saying these hurtful things is because they don't feel good. Okay. So, wow. When you can recognize that, that this mother that said these hurtful things to her daughter is probably not comfortable in her own skin, not wearing makeup. So she's passing that judgment onto her child and saying, hey, you don't look good without makeup on because I don't look good without makeup on. Okay. So if you can sit in that for a minute and you can think back to a time that someone's words cut you to the core, right? I mean, you felt that dagger to the heart or to the stomach, to the chest. It hits us all in different places. But I want you to take a look at them and what do you see? If you can go back to that time that, you're, that we're talking about, if you guys can pick out a time right now it is like, oh my God, that, that really hurt my feelings. Think about the person that said it and what do you see, right? Maybe that person just lost their job. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they were told that they don't look good with makeup on, right? Maybe that mom was once told by someone that you don't look good without makeup on. Are you sick? Are you okay? Right? The list goes on forever, but it's so important to be able to recognize that they're saying these things to me because they're in pain. And when you can find compassion for the person that is spitting fire at you, you, my friend, are the winner, right? Because it feels so good to have compassion for someone that's sitting across from you throwing darts and they're missing, right? That shield is up and it's protecting you. And it's not penetrating. Okay. So when you can feel that and just look at them and say, oh my God, I don't want you to say that I'm, I feel sorry for them because you don't, but you have compassion for them. Compassion and sorry are two different things, right? We're not sorry for anything. I'm not sorry for anything. I'm not sorry that I'm going not going to dinner with you. Stop saying you're sorry. But when you can have compassion, that's the gift. Okay. I have compassion for this person sitting across from me because I know her words hurt me because she can't get up, because she can't do these things that we're doing, right? It's a beautiful gift. So how do you respond, right? When you can respond with compassion and kindness, this is where your inner confidence and your self-esteem is going to just flourish, right? We're watering those seeds like we we've talked about in the last sessions and they're, they're growing and they're thriving. So what I would tell this beautiful girl is a response to your mother would be, I didn't realize that my appearance was so important to you. Walk away or, you know, Hey mom, I'm really enjoying the natural look. You know, I, my face loves it. I feel fresh. I feel vibrant. Right. Or maybe I'm sad that you feel beauty is justified by our outer appearance and makeup. Okay. So, compassion, right? I didn't say I'm sorry. I said I'm sad. I'm really sad that you feel that my appearance should be judged by makeup, okay? Your tone says it all. Be compassionate, be direct, and be to the point, okay? My courage is a cougar, and um, sometimes she comes out claws, right? Sometimes it's unexpected, and I, I'm on whatever's happening, but the claws come out as a fuck you, right? and then you're like oh, maybe that wasn't great response but it's okay right we're human we can't always be dialed in and you know on point so maybe in time you feel like you have the need to circle back and say hey you know that response was a bit harsh and i apologize but your tongue is sharp and your words are painful to me so when we can say that to them right It's always good to circle back and say, I'm, you know, my response was a bit harsh. Again, don't apologize because that created a response. Their actions created a response and don't apologize for your response. You can apologize for the delivery, right? You could say it was a bit harsh, but don't circle back because you should, you know, I should not have said that to my mom. Do not. Right. Building boundaries is all about wanting to do something and stop shooting yourself. Right. There's a that it's a quote someone made, it's really great. Stop shooting yourself. And um, but I love doing that work, especially with my husband. Every time he says I should do something, you know, I always go, should or you want? You know, ah, no, I don't want to at all. I feel like I should. Don't go. Okay. So If you say you should, stop. Always turn that around. I should, we should, they should, right? Like I said with our kids, we play it with our kids, right? They should have a better job. They should be making more money. They should look like this. They should be wearing makeup. Stop. It's not your life to live. It's their life, right? But you have to turn that corner around too and that mirror back on you and say, do I want to, do we want to, right? But the most important work of that is stop judging other people's on what they should be doing, right? Because then you're able to recognize it even more. Okay. That's the beautiful part of doing this work is once you say, oh my God, I'm really judging that person for what they're doing or what they're saying, that opens up the avenue for you to just keep learning and growing from this work. Okay, so we're all on our own individual journeys. It's our path. It's our road. Let everybody stay on their own. Okay, let them stay on their own road. It's their journey. It's another healthy boundary that you set, right? Like I said, it's none of our business what other people are doing or how they're doing it. And it's so rewarding when you can just walk away and you sleep so much better at night when you're not worried about what your kids are doing or what everybody else is doing, what the neighbor's doing, right? Oh my God, it's nice. Stay in your own lane, okay? Like I said, this is daily work. The more you practice it, the better you get. Another really rewarding thing is if you can recognize what part of you is hurting when you hear those words, right? If someone says something to you, let's use the makeup. If that mom says, you look better with makeup on, if you can, it's okay to even shut your eyes in front of them. Shut your eyes and visualize where that pain is coming from, right? How old are you? Are you seeing a child? Are you seeing a teenager? Are you seeing you at your present day, right? If you can really tap in to that pain and what age that that you're feeling that pain, that is when you can do some work And grab that child or that teenager and hug them and say, You are loved. You are beautiful. You are kind, right? You engulf her and you bring her in your circle and you protect her with that shield. And, you know, she's my cougar is protecting you. And no one is going to say those things to you again. No one is going to hurt you again. I love you. You are beautiful without makeup on. You are kind. You are generous. And you need to check in with her often because things have happened to us in our past that creates this, right? It always goes back to, they said something and it hurt. Okay. So chances are this mother, it's not the first time she's done this. She's probably done it throughout the child through her life. So if she can really tap into the first time that that happened and really do some inner child work that's where the amazing things happen okay don't let people guilt you for setting boundaries you hear it all the time right when i used going out to dinner for example oh my god why aren't you guys going we we're going to have so much fun or i already bought the tickets why don't you want to go right that's the hardest part is the peer pressure you know that that shit takes you down oh my god they already bought the tickets we should go we should go. No, I don't want to go. I have a headache. I'm going to be a bitch when I get there. Everybody else is going to be miserable, right? You go. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to take my bubble bath. I'm going to drink wine, right? Boundaries, boundaries. Your courageous warrior is with you and it's ready to defend you. So you need to step outside of that magic circle and you need to be with your warrior, right? You need to stand stand your ground and say, I don't feel good. I don't want to go. And don't regret it. Don't let them peer pressure you, right? Practice your lion's breath, right? The beautiful thing is it can be done anywhere. Sometimes not. Lion's breath work is tongue out. It's very primal like we did. But you can always do the four by four breathing exercise. I have that um, on the Apple podcast and on YouTube and on my website, right? So you can always do the four by four breathing and no one will even know you're doing it. So um, that is a good one, but continue your breath work, right? When you feel that someone is testing you or has penetrated that barrier, breathe, right? You're obviously not going to stick your tongue out in their face and do the lion's breath work, but you can do the four by four breathing, just take a deep breath close your eyes walk away right nothing says something nothing is more obvious of you walking away from a conversation and they're like wait what did i say uh, right Man, i must have said something she just walked away okay so that right breathe walk away okay so i wanted to tell you about my my inner oh, who who my courage is and last monday i was doing an amazing one-on-one guided yoga nidra. And this one was with sacred sound meditation and i have never done it with the sound. And it was absolutely amazing. If you ever have the experience or the chance to do it, go do it. But my intention for March, so I sat down with the instructor. She's like, so what's your intention? I go, well, they change every day, right? I wake up a different person every day. And she just looked at me and she's like, really? Okay, let's set an intention for March. And I'm like, First thing that came is courage, right? Doing these podcasts, this is my month right now is our, actually, it's been a month old and it's like, man, I need courage to get in front of these videos. I need courage to go live on Facebook. I will feel like a rambling idiot, so I need courage, right? So that was my work, courage for that meditation. So there I was hanging out in my happy place. She was guiding me around this beautiful, you know, on this beautiful journey. And I go where I went, where I always go during my meditation and um, there's always my cougar there, right? She's always there. She's always perched up high on the rock. And what's beautiful about her is she's always looking down on me, right? She's always watching me, protecting me. So there's water in my safe place, right? So I'm swimming, doing my thing and she's up there yawning and stretching and she's, Magnificent. Well, that day, um, it was two cats. And I was like, whoa, what's happening here? So my one girl, Steadfast, always there, right? She was doing her thing. And this amazing, magnificent, big, beautiful, muscular Black Panther shows up. And I was like, well, I've seen you before. And you. I saw her for the first time when I was in my uh, at C.T.I. my coaching um, in, um, coaches school, and we were doing some work. And this was the first time I ever saw the Black Panther. And she came, and I I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, so courage, right? Trying to zone in on this magnificent beautiful thing that just showed up in my vision. And the, the instructor saying, okay, let's start repeating your intention. So as soon as she said that, I was like zoned back into her and I was like, oh my God. Okay. So courage. So I looked her in the eyes and I said, I, I ask you to give me courage. You know, we were just standing there face to face. The water was behind us and she turned around and intuitively I knew, holy shit, She wants me to get on her back. And the first thing that came to my mind was, I'm I'm too big. I can't get on your back. And then I, you know, suck in and out of this dream state. It's like, okay, trust her. So I jumped on her back and she jumped in the water and started swimming with me on top of her. And it was amazing. You know, it was right then and there that I knew I needed her strength to carry me through it. I knew that I couldn't do this on my own, that I couldn't make believe anymore, that I needed to go in, into my circle and into my safe place and grab courage from someone else. And there she was, magnificent, beautiful Black Panther. And she just said, get on, we're going for a ride. And that's what I want to end tonight with is find your Black Panther, right? Find your cougar. Let him or her carry you through the challenges of setting these healthy boundaries because you're going to need them. You're going to need that superhero. And if you don't start setting boundaries today for your own self-care, my God, you know, you're, you're going to burn out. You're going to get depression. You're going to be emotionally and physically sick. Right? So all I can say is find that inner source that gives you courage and you climb on top of them and you ride them. So that's it. I have, thank you guys. I have a couple of comments that have come in. Um, this came in earlier and I, 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 sorry, I didn't address it, but, um, it was during the meditation, the guided meditation that my light was warm and white. Um, I'm worried that it's too aggressive, but I had a, a German shepherd with me. Oh my God. Wow. So if you're still on, Brenda, is this the first time you've ever seen The German Shepherd? I would love to hear more about that. Um, Robin, love this. Needed to hear this. Judgment boundaries are all good shit. Yeah. So good. So good, you guys. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you, Brenda. So was The German Shepherd, Did, did that? Is that a new... Is that a new one for you, or have you seen him or her before? Is um curious to know that. I'm glad it's helping you. I, I'm I'm so glad it's helping you. Tapping in and being able to be in control of the situation is so important, you guys. It's just so important. And um it's it's to be able to find that courage in, a, in in the form of an animal or a superhero is so rewarding too. And and what I want if you're new to meditation, I want you to know that it's okay, that, that those are, those can be shape shifters, right? They can change, right? Like I said, my black cougar doesn't come very often, but, um, she has shown up a couple of times, but you can have something else just fly in, right? So just let that be. And just know that that's the beauty of it is, that is representing something you need at the time right if it's a bird maybe it's that recognition of maybe you need to take flight right so they always come as a, some sort form of a of some sort of a representation and yes it's the first time i've seen the german shepherd the image just came to me today she is so strong and makes me feel safe i love it right and that's when you go back into that circle show that gratitude to her, right? You hug her and you kiss her and you love her. And that's what's beautiful is that courage is going to be your best friend, right? That German shepherd is going to be with you. And, you know, they have sharp teeth and they're not afraid to bite. So, um, thank you guys. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for being, um, watching me on the replay. Like I said, we're at my month. It's hard to believe it's been a month. The first Facebook Live. It's been a lot of fun. I think it's it's easier for everybody than uh, the Zoom, but we'll we'll see how that goes. All right, everybody, have a great night. Enjoy your week. Sunday. All right, good night. If you liked this session today, be sure to register to join us live in the moment. For an updated schedule of events and upcoming guests, be sure to head over to JanineRotter.com and check out the events page or find me on my Instagram at my handle in the moment underscore live. I can't wait to see you in the moment.